Good afternoon and welcome to the Hard Luck Show. I'm your certified, qualified West Side host, Steve Lucky Lucia. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, you've tuned in to the greatest show on earth. It's the Hard Luck Show. Coming at you from the bunker in Southern California. Sitting across from me, my co-host and partner. Oh. Chumahan, though, an American Indian, Southern Californian, elegant barbarian. Here to bring another fucking show to you again. Wake the fuck up, motherfucker. This ain't no rest, home. You ain't dead. Come on. Wake up. Get up. Get going. Let's go. Huh. You better hustle. Yeah. You ain't grinding. Come on. I see it every day. Legging ass motherfuckers, you don't want to put the work in. Come on. Yeah. 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 Hey. Long sound. Yeah. Yeah. On sound. Old Blue Eyes himself. Sean Lewis. Sean Lewis. Sean Lewis. Sean Lewis. Certified, 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 professional, 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 No bro. No bro. No bro. No bro. Bro. No. 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 Bro. 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 Yep. Yep. It's like I told you. Oh yeah. Good shit for the hard luck, baby. Yeah, we got some good shit for the hard Yeah, we do. Yeah, we got some good shit for the hard luck, baby. I love that. Yeah, we got some good shit for the hard luck, baby. We're reaching What's in happening, guys? I'm from West Side. Oh, man, dude. I fucking... Uh, last night I was at a fucking wedding. Mm. I, You know... I never personally go to any weddings. Like, I, I, I'm i never in a situation where I'm called to go on a wedding normally. But my wife's got friends, and that fucking sucks. Because they're all chicks that are trying to get married, and every once in a while, these chicks land a dude. And then I got to go to a goddamn wedding. And this wedding was, like, in the middle of Newport at the Lido house, and I took a picture of one dude and sent it to Sean. Uh-huh. Oh, boy. Did I get the picture? No, I just sent it to Sean. I didn't want to bother you. I was in the middle of a bunch of shit. But I, first of all, it was such a white scene, bro. Oof, real white. 
Uh, Translucent I, white? Like Oyster Bay white. Oh. Like Northeast Money white. Like, like Martha's Vineyard white. Like right. that kind of a thing. And it was a lot of old white dudes with a lot of fucking plastic surgery. What? Yeah, I'm not lying, dude. What? Yeah, it's like a what bunch of... What the fuck do you mean? A bunch of fucking rich guys with plastic surgery. What's so, that mean? So they all had like pink pants with like white sports like jackets. pastel. Yeah, pastel. Right. Okay. Right? That, all right. Seersucker, you know? Okay. Right? No, that no part socks I got. with the shoes. No okay. socks with the uh, shoes. All right. Okay. You and know what I'm talking about? Deck I shoes. Totally do. That sailboat deck shoe bullshit. Uh, yeah. Top like, Dudes with names like Kendall. Yeah. There was a Kendall there. Chet. Kip. Listen. Topsiders <laughs> and motherfucking. But they were all socks. they were all like sixty or seventy. Oh, okay. Right? And so like they had like that bad back, but then they had a face that was all like stretched tight and puffy. Oh, fucking casino fucking mm. Joe Pesci. <laughs> worse than that, worse bro. Than that. Worse than that, wow. motherfucker. I'm talking about I'm talking about they look like White it, Chinese people. It looked like Bruce Jenner after the change. Oh, God. You know what I mean? Or like uh, Kim Kardashian's mom. Like a lot of guys looking like a cross between uh, oh, Stamos dude. and Kim Kardashian's mom. Kind of like you don't know what fucking sexual they are. That kind of. Kind of like, yeah, and like part of it's clay. You know what Ugh. I mean? Like it's got, you know, like, Char- like Botox. Like Charlie Sheen, you know, Puffy. when you see him now yeah, and you're like, yeah, what is he? What's yeah. he going like, for? Is that a man or a woman? Right. right. Yeah. But does he look like he just came out of plaster of Paris? Like oh. Mickey Rourke? Oh. I think he did one a little overboard. Yeah. Dude, it was like that. It was a bunch of dudes like that. And then. A bunch of Mickey Rourke's, right? Dude, it was hot. Right. All shiny. Right. And I got my skin. braids in my wife. Everybody's shiny and it was kind of pink. <laughs> yeah, pink and irritated. Everybody's got like some irritation. Going Everything on. looks swollen. Everything is swollen and irritated. Uh, b- b- it was Why are y'all not, irritated? Not a Why are you bloated? Red and bloated. Look like you have a rash everywhere. That's what it looked like, bro. And I'm like walking in there on my, my hyena. Uh-huh. And my fucking, right, my braids. Ooga. Right, I got my braids. And like, we're the only brown people in the mix. Really, for you real. You start making your lips all like puffy. Not at all, dude. I played the like the strong, silent Indian type. You yeah. know what I mean? I was walking around looking stoic, you know, doing my thing. Yeah. Meanwhile, there was a dude there, 300 pound dude in a sherbet orange suit. Right. I'm Why not you kidding. You get a picture of that guy. I tried to, but like people started to notice I was filming too much. I went live for a minute to like nothing. I showed me, well, you know, never you never know these guys might become clients. I did see (laughs) the fucking you, and I went on, and it was like the beginning of like for like two seconds. I see him like panning across the back of some people, right? And I am looking at the background, and I'm like, (laughs) that's beautiful. Oh, I go, this is one of the leadership. I'm thinking maybe it's a leadership group. You just right, 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 and it wouldn't. It wouldn't load, so I never got to watch it. No, nah, man, it wasn't no leadership group. It was a white wedding. And I was sitting there, and, I, and like, dude, so there's this giant dude, and he's not a person of any color or, like, from the Caribbean, and he's wearing a giant orange. But Calco said he looked like a giant, like, construction cone, like one of those orange cones. <laughs> and he did, like dude. Like an oxidized. Yeah. And then there was a real big lady in red. Like a big red dress, you look at a giant tomato or like Kool-Aid, right? Like the thing that blasts through the wall. So I was like turning my wife. I was like, I started yelling, hey, Kool-Aid. And she was like elbowing me. Like she's trying to get me to like, you know, be cool. Like, you know, be, be a part of the thing. 
So I'm there, man, and I'm seeing that, and I'm seeing all kinds of Kendalls, and I'm sitting there. And it's like one of those, you know, God bless her, you know, congratulations, best wishes, caviar dreams and champagne wishes, right, to the fucking bride and groom. <laughs> Champagne dreams and caviar. What was that dude doing? <laughs> How did he look? That guy should be looking like he just won the lottery. He should have been <sighs> fucking dancing up and down the whole fucking. He time. was, and you know what, man? When they did, oh boy, there were so many he cringe. Came up. There were so many cringe moments because, and God bless him. I'll say this for that guy. Uh, say it. He had to do the gr- bride and groom dance. In front of everybody, uh, right? And he uh, could not dance to save his fucking life. Motherfucker got no rhythm, huh? Rhythm? Oh, uh, that's why I'm about to come up in there and break that off. I'm uh, just telling you right, right now. Way. And she was like, you know, she was doing her whole thing, and she had, like, talked to the DJ. And it, for her, it was kind of like a cheerleading thing where there's a mix of lots of different beats and songs that are all of her favorite. Like a collage, a montage of... Right, 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 right. And he's, like, just trying to figure out one and two. He can't... She's doing all this changing tempos, and she's dancing around him. And he's sitting there, like, with just two fists up. You know that, like, white man, two fists? And it's just kind of like... You know, just kind of trying to, like, what... (laughs) (laughs) Mr. and Mrs. Jumos. Yeah. (laughs) He wasn't even biting the lip. He was like... And his other, and, 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 and like you could see like him moving from the back and it wasn't on time Not to right. anything, right? And she was doing the twirling around. You know, like when you you see oh, a guy Oh man, it sounds fucked up. <laughs> and you know when a guy like he can't dance, so all he can do is put his hand up and the girl does the turning. Right. Right? right. So he was doing yeah, that, yeah, like, like that. Right. And she was like saying shit to him during the dance, like cause everybody's watching and she's I like fuck you. No, no, no. She's like, just play. Like, she was trying to put him at ease. He had, like, social dance anxiety or something. And he was all tight. Yeah, he was like, "Mm -mm -mm." but, listen, he loved the chick, so he did it. And and I think that was part of it, I guess. You got to do that thing. But then, listen, bro. Like, I'm at this thing. And I'm talking to these different people, right? And blah, 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 blah. And by the way, with the 60-year-old Botox dudes, they're running around. With Jacking each other off. No, <laughs> I definitely believe that there are definitely like swinging things going on, right? Like, yeah, swinging I think things. they've been inviting you and your girl this whole time, and you guys aren't picking up on it. <laughs> yeah, and I ain't gonna pick up yeah. on it. Guess what? I'm dead to that. But the thing that's weird is they got their version of the hot chick. This is Newport, right? This is down there. Yeah, yeah. So their version of the of the hot chick is kind of like. Uh, almost over the hill Asian with fake tits. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, Where yeah. it's like, I know exactly what you're talking about. it's like her best years. A little more tie. Yeah, Thai and her best years were somewhere else, and now she's running the old Newport racket. Still pretty good, right? Like if you'd married her and this was your wife, she's holding it together great. But if you're like a Tomcat, seventy year old Tomcat guy driving a Bentley, right? She's at the edge. Because she's not under 20. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, she's 42 with implants, and the ass is hanging a little low. It's not quite dropped completely, but she's still got it going on, and she's got the Jimmy Choo's on. So there was, like, that. And these were, like, it was like watching, like, schools of fish in an old reef. You know what I mean? Like, there was some predator fish, and then there was some kind of, like, 
you know, like little fish that were still hanging on. It was a crazy scene. So where do they sit me, bro? They sit me down, and it's like named seating or assigned seating, right? And I sit down, and I'm there with my wife. And by the way, we met this lovely couple that makes the herbs that my wife takes. The lady that makes the herbs. The doctor that makes the herbs. So we're having this big talk, and I'm trying to turn it into, like, a client or something, right? I'm doing my thing, and I'm like, oh, we never overcharge. Braids to work. Blah, blah, blah. You're, you're in business. Buddy. I'm starting to, like, you know, till the ground, count services. Till the ground. <laughs> you know, that's what it Listen is. Him. Till the ground. <laughs> that's what you do. I'm right? priming in the fucking <laughs> I like moisten the earth and start yeah. breaking up the hard chunks. Turning over the earth. <laughs> That's what it is, bro. Okay. Yeah, you know, like, like moisten the mound and then you start turning it over and getting it ready for the maybe you could plant a seed there. Don't be too hungry and people can smell desperation miles away and all that bullshit, right? And I'm starting, that's the true story. And I'm sitting there and this is all going on. And uh, all of a sudden, a couple sits next to me. You guys drunk already. Oh. <laughs> and he's loud. And he takes one look at me on my braids and my turquoise belt oh, buckle. No. <laughs> Let me guess. Go ahead. You guess. All right, go ahead. Let me guess. Go ahead. He's Indian too. No, it's better than that. What? It's better than that. He loves dances with wolves. Oh, I knew I was gonna say something oh to that. God, I thought he was gonna say bro. something about Kevin Costner or something. He loves dances oh, with wolves. Man, and he wanted to let you know how much he loves that. Film. And he had that drunk sincerity going, where he's like looking me in the Fuck, eye, dude. Oh man, you want to piss me off? Do some shit like that. I hate my. And he had like a like a, a young uh, new girlfriend or fiance with him, right? So he's acting in front of her on top of it. What? A not on. Listen. Not only was he going on about that, but he's like, I could tell you got a good heart, man. Your people oh, are noble, noble and honor and blah blah blah, right? What a fucking idiot. What do you do for a living? Well, I'm a I'm a lawyer. He's like, well, that's all right. There's some honorable people in that, isn't there? I'm like, yeah, there's a few of us. Yeah, there's some, you know. And then he was like, and I'm like, well, I'm trying not to ruin this for my girl. Right, you gotta, yeah, man. She's right there. She hearing this? She's hearing it and she, she knows me. up and saying something to him himself? Mm, nah, it wasn't that kind of scene. Oh, it's because it's her homegirl's birthday. Uh, wedding. wedding, right. If she makes a scene at her homegirl's wedding, it's not about you, Sarah. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Can't you just once set it aside? Yeah, yeah. And then so like he starts doing it on that, right? And and now, dude, I'm stuck in serious placate mode in a conversation I don't want to have. This is my worst nightmare, man. <laughs> <laughs> this is my worst. How many times nightmare. have you had to do this? Oh my god. God. <laughs> All right. Drunk? Oh, sincere? Oh. I, I, this is when I'm like, I gotta go. Like, yeah. babe, where are you gonna you can't go? go, bro? Yeah, I'm where are you leaving? Gonna go? We're leaving. No, your no, old no. lady just got there. It's her homegirl's getting married. It's your you ain't sister, leaving. It's your wife's sister's wedding. You can't go. You can't go. Well, I'm stuck. moving. You can't move tables. 
Name mm. seating and it's a sign. Oh my god! Last thing they want to do is start trying to accommodate your punk ass. Right, you can't right. keep it together for one night, right. Sean. Right, uh, it's got to be even about sound you. Like an idiot, even asking something like you that. You can't even get into that. Not to mention, by the way, two feet away are probably great clients. Mm-hmm. Right, I'm not gonna. I got. I'm a. What am I? A fucking moron? Can I handle? What are you, this? a fucking twelve year old? Right, right. Like, am I gonna? If I can't handle this guy, how am I gonna handle court? Right. Yeah, go on. What happens? Bro, I went through so many different shades of disgust and anger beneath my skin. I felt like one of them octopus, octopi, octopuses, that purple, that like change colors. I was changing colors like that, like an octopus, man. Did you ever try to like position yourself, like turn your chair a little bit so he's... Listen, let me tell you something. He's right next to you? He's right here. And he's got like a fucking Mai Tai in one hand. It never leaves his hand. And he's talking with it, swinging it around. Oh right? And it's God. like barely fucking thing. And it's got like a oh. olives hanging at it. And his, and, and his girl's <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't Mai know. Mai Tai with olives? I don't know. It's a fucking Disgusting. thing. Yeah. And he's got a lady sitting right there. And she's got like a crazy mole. And I'm just sitting there like, <laughs> right? And he's going into this. Dances with wolves, you know, and I go, oh yeah, man, that's pretty heavy. Fucking bro. of all films, you had to say that. Never seen it. <laughs> yeah, <exactly>. yeah, <laughs> that's the new, the new, that's the new reboot. No, no, I, I go, oh yeah, Kevin Costner, right? Yeah. I like, I am. It's an seen honor. It. It's better. It's an honor. It's integrity. My wife used to ride horses everywhere. Ah, oh, like, dude, you know? dude, <laughs> dude. <laughs> and I'm like, so then he's like, he's like, I get ah. pissed off hearing all this Indian shit that he has to go through. Uh, this is like so in, funny. and this is like in Newport. You know what I mean? So I'm like sitting there, I'm like, all right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So this, so maybe, hopefully, people can understand why I go so crazy in other scenes is because I've been dealing with this all my. Anyway, so I'm sitting there, and he's like, ah, and then he, then he's drunk, right? So he's like, well, I'm an electrician. I'm an electrical contractor, and I'm like, great, excellent, right? And he's like, yeah. And you know what? World doesn't go if I don't come to work. Start hearing that conversation. Without electricity, <gasps> everything shuts down. It's just a weird, a house is just a weird looking cave without electricity. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and I'm sitting there and I'm like, that's true. I said that's true in probably 19 different inflections. Right. Right? I'm just, now yeah. I'm just like, Treading water in this conversation. Just trying to keep my head above water. You're right. Right? Yep. You're right. Yep. Exactly. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, it never happened. That's true. That's true. That's true. Man, it's just a weird cave without You're right. It. People are afraid to live off the grid. You know what? That that is true. Yeah. Oh, I've got that's a bunch of them. Oh, that's true. And eventually I couldn't even hear what he was saying half the time. Right. You just wait for the pause and you give it a couple seconds and know your rebuttal with the that's true. Feed them. Right. You know what? That's true. Hmm. That's interesting. That's, you know, I've never thought about it like that. Right. Oh, ah. Hey. You got a good point. Man. Hey, who says it better than you, right? right. I said one of those. Yeah. I said a, um, and then, and then in order to handle the conversation, then I started thinking like, well, all right, I'm going to try to like make a game of this, right? And I'm going to, I'm going to now, I'm going to. Try to see if I can encapsulate what he's saying in like a pithy statement that is going to straddle the line between, is this guy fucking with me or is he actually solidly behind me? 
without indication. I've got a plus five handicap on it because he's drunk. So he's not going to necessarily pick it all up. So then, right, and I start going through my catalog of colloquialisms, proverbs, just to practice. I'm like, all right, I'm going to roll through these things. And, uh, you know, and, and, and I say, you know what? The greatest teacher's experience. And he was like, that's so, <gasps> he did one of those. <gasps> and then he pounded his heart and then he put his finger in my heart. You got a good heart. I'm like, hey, it takes one to know one. And he's like, that's so fucking true, man. Yo. <laughs> oh, man. Ah, man. That went on for a good 20, 25 minutes. And then this woman was talking. And then my wife was having a good conversation on the other side. So I thought, fuck this. I mean, dude, through thick and through thin. So I brought her into the conversation. Then I got to sit back as he was going on to her. He went from electricity saved the world and like, you know, nobody can do. And then he started moving into emotional intelligence. And he started telling me about emotional. <laughs> Mr. He's Mrs. telling you about emotional. Mr. and Mrs. Zeroes. Steve just almost threw up in his mouth right Man. <laughs> Listen, so I'm sitting there like that, right? And then he's talking to my wife. And he's talking about, like, you know, you know, I was in defense mode, man. And I was like a lion. I was like a lion. I fought everybody, but I didn't realize I was the cause of it. And I was really just fighting myself. And then I was like, you know what? That's extreme ownership. Oh, oh now he's gassing the <laughs> dude up. Yeah, he's fucking with him. Now yeah. the guy was like, now you're making him look good. That guy's like, that's right. I'm like, not a lot of people can do that, man. Yeah. Not a lot of people. Not a lot of people are willing to look at themselves. I didn't. I didn't know. And then I started learning. Yeah. And then I realized. And you know what? I realized. Uh, and like everything that like a tavern bar talk, you know what I mean? Everything you ever heard came out of that was like, what's it worth? You can't take it with you. And you know what? What do you think you're really going to think about on your last breath? You really going to think about all the cars you could have bought? I'm just sitting there just like weaving. I'm like weaving through it, man. You know, and my wife's getting pulled into it and she's like, uh-huh, uh-huh. And then, and then, and then finally, thank God, the dancing started. I was never so happy to dance with my wife. I jumped up out of the chair. Uh, you would have thought somebody had a, that electrician to put a shock right in the seat because I popped up off that motherfucker and said, babe, can I have this dance? Police. And we got on the dance floor and danced around. And we were up there dancing, right? And now it is ch chuck full of drunk, old, inflated white people dancing. Inflated. And I'm talking, I saw every weird dance. I saw every weird dance. These people are all in their 40s, around their 40s. and then some The of young them ones old. are in their 40s. And then some of them are like in the 60s, 70s. Some of them are in their 60s, still driving like, like a muscle car. Still looking for the prom date on Saturday night. Right. At seven. The cruiser. You know, guys with nicknames like the cruiser. Yeah. Yeah, they call me Stabby McGee because I be stabbing them chicks. Yeah, but they're like, you know, flat tops, but they're like, dude, I swear to God, I, I think, and I'm not sure, Gary Busey was there. I can't tell. He's wearing a mask, but he looked like Gary Busey, and he certainly walked like Gary Busey. Anyway, on that dance floor, bro, right? So I'm sitting there dancing with my woman. We're dancing. We're dancing around, and I'm seeing every weird, awkward white dance I've ever seen. And, of course, the women can dance better. And they got fake tits and no ass, and they're shaking everything, right? 
That's what it looks like. Skinny old white ladies with big ass tits, wrinkles. Damn. Yeah, no ass, dancing. At some point, this guy comes out and he, I mean, half of these people look like investment brokers or something. Like fund managers, right? Like they got that look. And this guy came out and I called him the wolf man because he was hairy. And he came out and he was drunk as a skunk. And he was dressed in like a blue blazer with white pants. Looked like he was about to get on the love boat. And this dude jumped out and he was like, ah, and he was dancing with pistol guns in his fingers. You know what I mean? Like making that finger like a gun. He came out like Steve McQueen. Like he came out like he was on the scene and he started doing this pistol gun shit and like shooting at hot chicks. <laughs> it was the crazy. And strangely, I like that guy. I was like, well, at least that guy's got, he's doing something. At some point, and I don't know when this happened because I don't think the guy was part of the wedding party. About a four, and this is no lie, a four-foot Asian dude with a bronze suit and John Lennon glasses comes onto the dance floor. Look at Steve's face. I don't know who he was. I don't know where he came from. And he was one of those short dudes that was going to get everything he could get. Probably was a multi-trillionaire. Right. But he's four foot, and he's like, you know what? I already know I'm short. I'm just going to have a good time. One of these chicks is going to go home with me. And it's not going to be because I'm a wallflower. And he was out on the floor, and he was doing the craziest dances with chicks way out of his league, hoping that his audacity will get him some acidity. Wow. (laughs) And then, so I'm sitting there with my wife. I'm like, do you know who was that guy? She's like, I've never seen him before. I've never seen that guy. And then we went home because... At a certain point on the dance floor, this dude and this chick were both hammered, and they're dancing. Somebody spilled a drink, and they slipped. The dude landed on top of her. They flat out, like like flat out. I don't know how they felt because they fell like in the yeah, supposed to stand straight up. He fell on her, and her head hit the dance floor so hard. What? That, like, you like, you can feel it on your feet. Right. she get knocked out? N- yeah, and she tried to play it off. Uh, she tried to play it off? <laughs> she tried to laugh. She was, like, grabbing the back of her head as blood was, like, there was no blood, but it was, like, she was, like, <laughs> yeah, she was, like, ha, ha, ha. And the guy was, like, I'm sorry. Uh, and so that was that. That's what happened last night, Sean. What was the? Have you ever been tasked with going to a wedding that you didn't want to go to? All the time, dude. Every every single wedding I go to, I don't want to be there. Even your own? Uh no, no. no, no. What? No, your... that's not true. I, I mean, I've been to some pretty cool weddings, but most of the time. It, if I get a wedding invitation, it just means that a I'm gonna have to spend probably about two hundred bucks on something, right? Right. And then I'm probably gonna have to either fly somewhere or buy a new outfit or fucking <laughs> uh, get a hotel room or whatever. Right. Right. Because I gotta travel wherever this fucking place is. Right. And it means it's gonna cost me a thousand dollars, right? <sighs> to go wherever it is. God, know? it's starting to sound like San Diego. Fucking a. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I get an invitation to go somewhere, it's fucking, it's just a pain ching. in your balls. Yeah, it's a fucking bill. 
What do you? What's your attitude towards weddings? For real, I think that I think that people put way too much sauce on it, right? Like you should just. I think you should just go to the. If you really love this person, don't spend a ton of money. Just go get married at the fucking court. You know what I mean? The courthouse. Make a day of it and then go home and then tell people about it. Have a party or something. Yeah, but, but that's does not it what, have to be like. Because the woman wants got to be like. It's just it's just too crazy, bro. Yeah, but the woman wants to be a queen for a day. That's what the wedding is. Yep. It's her day. Listen to him. Yeah. It's a, she's a queen. That's what she wants. And you're right. It's a. It's. A, I'm not even. I'm it's agreeing in, with it. It's insignificant. It is completely insignificant. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Steve, what was your wedding? Did you have a wedding? Yeah, I had one where we we got married. I was on I was I was out. I was fighting the case and I was out on bail. <laughs> yeah, dude. We got we got we wanted to get married before I went in. So What did you do? Um we flew out to Vegas and um Paul Rossi flew us out to Vegas. No shit. Yeah, and then we uh and then on the top floor of the Golden Nugget is um, Stefano's Italian restaurant? Yeah, and we all had dinner there. Like like eight or nine of us all came out. We had din- We went to the little red chapel or the little the one where Elvis is. Yeah, that little white chapel. Place. Yeah, and they filmed it. And we got married, and then we all went to dinner at Stefano's. Paul took care of everything. Right, and but I mean, like, were you? How did you feel about getting married? Like, were you? Did it? Did it feel crazy? Was there a point where you were like out of body because you're making a thing? No, 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 no. It wasn't. No, no, it wasn't that type of an experience. And it was, you know, just imagine like you're you're walking around and you know that you're going, you're going to go to prison for a few years. Right. So it's like maybe in that respect it was outer body, but it wasn't all the wonderful things that you should feel on your wedding. Yeah. It was like press time. I think in my head I could have wanted to do. I I think that in my heart, I would have wanted to give her a better wedding or more wedding. Right. I just didn't have it like that. It wasn't you know? in the cards. No. But um, Sean, what was your wedding? Yeah. Uh, we got married at Half Moon Bay. Why do I know that name, Half Moon? Because you were it's up a, in San Francisco. It's in San Francisco, yeah. Uh-huh. Half Moon Bay. Dude, his wedding. Wasn't Treasure Island? <laughs> no, it definitely wasn't Treasure Island. <laughs> Dude, no, that was where his bachelor party was. He, listen, this dude right here, his wedding was kind of dope. He did yeah. like a breakfast buffet wedding thing. It was early, but it really? then it went into the night. Yeah, but it still. It early with the whole. Yeah. Yeah, well, you were out at Half Moon Bay. It was on yeah. the deck. I was there. Yeah. All right, so, and so what happened? What was that again? How'd it go? I mean, it went fucking lovely. It was a wedding. It was, nah. like, was low-key. There was like what? 50 people there? Yeah. Which today's, I think by today's standards, that's not as low-key as you think it is. Yeah, maybe not. But you, right, you went up, uh, it was outdoors on a deck or something. Half and half. Half and half, right. Right. So what was the thinking? I think one of the reasons why I know you're a genius (laughs) is because when you thought about what kind of wedding food you wanted to go with, you went with like a breakfast brunch theme, and yeah, I was, was like, brunch. that's fucking genius. It was a brunch, yeah. That is so much better than fish or chicken. Mm. 
right? Yeah. He, he had really. like he had like fucking hash browns and fucking waffles and fucking sausage. Oh, yeah. It was fucking dope. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but breakfast is like and brunch. And How did you get your woman to agree to that? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I have no idea. You know what? I think we might have taken a look at the menu. Yeah. And it was like the better menu was like by far the breakfast one. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it was just like that. Right. And I think maybe I don't, I don't remember. I don't. It was so long ago, bro. Dude and his dad was there. Hmm. Let me ask you guys something. Have you guys been? What's the nicest? What's the nicest wedding you ever been at? Sean. The nicest wedding. Where was that? And what made it feel nice? I'm eating a chocolate chip cookie while I'm talking. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not, they're all different. You know what I mean? I mean, what's what's to say who's was nicer? I'll tell you right the fuck <laughs> now. Answer, yeah, bro. I know. That's Mr. Diplomat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, who can answer that? I yeah. mean, look, what's a I great wedding to a bum in Humberside? Is a great wedding. Of a... Yeah. Imagine if all our guests answered questions like that. Can you imagine a veteran now? guy? Mm-hmm. Well, what war? I mean, all war is mm-hmm. different in its own way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we want to mm-hmm. know what you think, bro. Mm-hmm. What's the mm-hmm. best wedding? It might be his. My beard. Did Me you go that. to my first wedding? Yeah. Yeah. That was, yeah. but I, I mean, that was okay. It wasn't nice, super nice, but it was nice. It was nice. Right. It was on the hit. I mean, the it was in Malibu. It was crazy. Yeah. Right. Mm. Yeah. I, I sure I feel bad I wasn't I don't know back what, in communication with you at that point in time. Nah, it's fine. You're here for the real one. The I one know, that I'm married to like now, to that's the married. real one. Because uh, you did great at the shower. Remember that speech you gave? Yeah, the baby shower. Dude, Sean was stressing on Dude, Sean, man, I was like, bro, you gotta come to the shower He's like, man, I gotta drive all the fucking down there It's a baby shower I don't know I'm sure I didn't convey to you that it was also kind of The wedding celebration also, kind of, right? Like, you could sense that there was more to it than just a shower Right Right That's because my wife, my current wife, the love of my life She was like Serious about getting married, and she knew I was married before, and she didn't want any fucking bullshit. Right. So she, right, so we eloped. We went to Thailand. Wait a minute, hold on, back up. She also. Go ahead. She doesn't want anything that would resemble in any way, shape, or form what you did with those women. Absolutely correct. Did you, uh, you had to get like a new mattress when you moved in? Listen, let me tell you something, bro. Not only, listen, we, okay, so we went to Thailand, right, for the wedding. And I talked to my cousin, Tim. We got to get my cousin Tenny on the phone. This guy is a fucking shot out of And I've had been to some great weddings, too, Mom, but this one that you tell me about how you set up Thailand? Yeah, yeah. Sounds pretty fucking off the hook. Right, so I propose on the plane in, and there's fucking Tibetan monks at the airport, like 12 of them, and a stoop, and a fucking Were thing. Were you there, Sean? No, it's just me and her. And we get married and we have a Buddhist wedding right there in Thailand. And then the rest of the strip is our fucking whatever, right? But that's in Thailand and we're married, right? This is, this, is, this is the true story. So when we come back to the States, my wife's telling her mom, like, yeah, hey, we got married. But she's a Latin mom. She's like, yeah, but where's the fucking certificate? Yeah, I want to see the fucking paper. I don't want to hear a story about love. Blah, blah, blah. This guy's serious? He's going to fucking... <laughs> Make it legal. He's going to sign on the dollar line. Make it yeah. legal. Mm-hmm. 
<clears throat> so my wife was like, fine, we'll go down to the courthouse and look and do the da da da. And also, is my my prior divorce is that really over? Like, dude, when you if I don't, I mean, I don't, mm. you guys don't know, but when mm -mm. you move into a second marriage, mm -mm. they want to make sure everything's legal and clean and cut off, and that oh, bitch yeah. can't get a hold of oh, nothing. Oh, yes. And one of the things I had going right for me was there was no kids or anything. Of course, that right. too. Right. Right. Less mess. No right. pets even. Not even a pet. Great. Okay. So we go down to the courthouse and we sign out the fucking thing. And the kid, the clerk, he's like 25, right? He's like, all right, you pay the fee, pay the fee. And he's like, okay, hold on. And then he goes and he puts on a black robe. And he goes, follow me. And we're like, what? This is right over here in Santa Ana. Stone's throw from the fucking law office. So we go over there, fucking thing. You go in this, like, it looked like a, like a janitor closet. He opens it up, and inside is a small little fucking vestibule and all that bullshit. Nobody's there. Vestibule? Yeah. Okay. We go in there, and this kid, and he's wearing Chuck Taylors underneath the black thing, and he's like, all right. He's like, you guys got vows? And we're like, not really, no. Nah. I mean, we're already kind of married. Blah, blah, blah. And he's like, all right, I'll, I'll do it. I got it. Don't worry, hot shot. I got you. He's got fucking eating fucking fire sticks for fucking, sticks. yeah. Right. Slim Takis. Yeah, he's eating... <laughs> Mouthful of Takis. All, oh, fingers are all orange. Yeah. Chico stick. He's like smoking on you. So I always sit there, and he runs through the thing. Takes about three minutes, right? And we say, I do, I do. He's like, you can now kiss the bride. Kiss the bride. Got a picture with him somewhere, right? And it's funny, because we're like older than him. He's like, there's some kid. He's like, huh, it's pretty cool. It's a good job. It's like your kid. Right. Like, 12 bucks an hour, but I'm also part of people's lives. It's pretty It's pretty dumb. It's customer service. Like, you wouldn't believe we're like, yeah. like King Salmon. <laughs> he was he was a Latin salmon. Okay. So then we go. Latin so that's salmon. how we got that, and that was the legal. And so what you saw at the shower was in part part of the wedding. That's it. That's what that was. I think Sean's wedding was great because of the thing went there, and I don't remember. Did you have like colors? Did I have colors? Yeah, we theme? had a yeah color scheme. Yes. Yeah, what was that? I can't remember. It was like a. I, I don't remember, bro. Dude, listen. So, you know, and then, dude, his dad gave the best speech. Oh, his yeah. dad got up. This guy, if you might, you might not remember how Sean's dad sounds, but oh, I remember how he sounded on the phone. If marketing uh, has has created some some thing, it's gotta be uh, some sort of a dildo or something. <laughs> right. That's... What kind of speech does your dad deliver? <laughs> Was he, you know you what? happy about it, or is he happy <laughs> no, about no. it and you didn't work? I, I was happy about it, and it's it's funny because um, I just talked to John Ritter, who's yeah. not, who was not his wa John His Ritter. wife's stepdad looks like a chunkier he version he of John Ritter. John Ritter. 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 Every time I see Scott. him, I tell him to watch Scott. out for the Shout out to Scott. fucking drop dead of a heart attack. Yeah. <laughs> who actually listens to the show. He's a fan, right, super fan. Right, right, right. Come on, knock on our door. So shout out to Scott. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> shout out to Scott. Uh, <laughs> Scott. Scott, I just Scott. talked to Scott. Where are you going? Hey. I'm going to get a coffee. Oh, oh. God. <laughs> oh, well, let me tell, tell we thought story. you got mad. <laughs> yeah, we never know. <laughs> no, we're going to let you tell it. Yeah. No, but, uh, but dude, his dad got up, right? <laughs> Steve, <laughs> reapplying pool pool beard oil. This, this section of the bullshit tale is brought to you by pool pool beard oil. <laughs> For any guy that's ever been stuck at a wedding that his wife dragged him to, pool pool beard oils feels your pain. You're, you're going to notice more of that in life as you get older. 
these little conversations that you had with this guy, oh, you man. start to notice them more as you get older. Oh. It, it's like, and and you'll probably come up with a new defense mechanism or way that you deal with it. But uh, it, it gets, uh, God, I know that. I know exactly, so does Sean, that feeling, man, where you're like, <laughs> yeah, you know, like, oh, God, man. Every new thing that came out was worse than the first, bro. And I'd just be sitting there like... I gotta have to have fun with it. That's all I could do. I had to amuse myself. You know what? I'm gonna fucking compliment this guy. Yeah. Kill him with kindness. That's See how it. much you believe. Right. He, That's he exactly the direction I went. Yeah. I was like, fuck it. And I also yeah. even had a little bit of a presence of mind. Like, somewhere in your life, Chumahan, there's probably guys that are doing that to you. You think you're telling them something for the first time and all this bullshit. I, and, they're, yeah. and they're just saying, probably the guy, Steve Lucky, Luciano, trying, or Sean, trying to get off the phone, right? And they're like, all right, I got, I got, huh? So, but Sean's dad got up. And what kind of split did he, what was he talking about? You know what? Sean's dad talked about how proud he was of Sean because Sean was actually doing his dream. Mm. He said that when Sean was younger, that Sean talked about hip hop and music and rapping and he poo pooed it. He told him as a bunch of crazy garbage, get a real job. And he said to Sean's credit, he didn't listen to him. And now he's working at Beatport or when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply whatever it was, working in the exact same thing that he dreamed of. And his voice cracked. And he was proud of him. And he got a little teary. That's what happened. What I miss? Your dad's speech, bro. Yeah. yeah. It was good. I remember what he said. You do. He was talking about how proud he was of you for working in your dream job because uh, you had always told him that you wanted to do music production and stuff like that, and he didn't believe it. He poo-pooed you. He poo-pooed it, no, and you were working in it now, and he was proud of you for doing what you loved, and his voice cracked. And he needed to eat his words right there. And he right. did, happily, in front of everybody there on the day of yeah. your wedding. Yeah. Let on me ask day. you. Let me ask him. Yeah. You guys. So maybe like, uh, I don't know, maybe a few weeks into this fucking uh, relationship with your wife before you get married, right? Yeah. You're getting like, did you know, did you, did you start having feelings that she was the one? Is your stomach, like, would you get excited when you're going to see Bro, her? Bro, I was with my you... wife for seven years before we got married. Okay. <sighs> so that's seven years. Somewhere in the first couple months of that seven years, was she like... Everything in the world, the woman you'd over like, you should, like that was your <laughs> fucking. You have those feelings. I like. Did you know you were gonna marry her early on? No, you didn't know she was gonna have your kid early. I didn't know I on? would ever get married. Huh? Okay. So but... you were just grateful somebody married your ass. You were just fucking. <laughs> <laughs> you still. I think it was like relieved. Uh, 
I think my wife would have. Um, <laughs> she was uh, getting to the end of her rope if this relationship wasn't moving in the right direction. If you know what I'm saying. Okay, gotcha. Loud yeah. and clear. Okay, but all right. I mean, I you know I wasn't gonna leave her if this was <laughs> the next stage. This, this is definitely what I was gonna do. Right, right, yeah. right. The right thing. Yeah, right. Yeah. Now, Chumon. Yeah. And I had. Well, what I was gonna yeah. say, I proposed her, and and it was like a year plus before we actually had a wedding. wedding. Oh yeah, okay. yeah. So Chumon, you're on the mic, Chumon. So, and I know that you were married. <laughs> so the feelings that you had when you married this first girl, yeah, whenever that was, where you get that feeling like, yeah, I'm gonna marry her. Did you? Get to that same feeling with the second one. <laughs> well, yeah, you've been married three times, right? This two, third, two. Third. This two. Oh, okay. So, did you? What were the feelings in relationship to each other when you were getting married and made that decision with the first wife? Okay. And where you were at with that decision and where you came to with your second wife was what was the the difference in like your your feeling towards the relationship? Your, was it lust and love? Was it this? That? Like, what was the difference between the two in your feelings and, 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 and how you felt about her when you decided, yeah, we're going to get married or propose? Oh, fuck. Shmini, I wish Shmini would stop laughing. That's a very serious mm -hmm. question. The, the, well, first and foremost, bro, you just put me on one side of a line and the other side of a sword. Because I got to walk very carefully on how I'm about to answer this. And sure. I'm going to tell you. But luckily, the truth will set me free. Because yeah. the, truth, the truth is, I'll tell you the real truth. Truth is, the first time, I did know I was going to marry her. And that's why I tell a lot of people sometimes. Love at first sight or just tells you you're going to marry, you know you're going to marry something, somebody, doesn't mean it's going to last. 100%. Wow, dude. Yeah. Right? I mean, I, that doesn't that. invalidate just that feeling you had. Right. But it doesn't mean it's forever either. Right. All right. So I knew I was going to marry her. And, <clears throat> and, um, when I think partially because I think she might have represented something I thought I wanted uh -huh. or I was told to want. You know what? That first one would have been somebody that my dad would have approved of because she came from money. Wow. But I didn't really think about it in those terms. Of course, yeah. Right? Is your dad and she was, passed at this point in time? Yes. So your dad didn't get to see any of your marriages? None. Okay, got it. Go on. So I knew I was going to marry her. And, 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 you know, and I went through that whole thing, right? Then at the end of that, when I was like, you know, I'm just not going to make it in this one. I know that. And I could drag her along. If she, how, it, how far in are you when you come to this conclusion? Three, the real conclusion. Three years. Probably two years. And then the last That's third was the struggle. Know. Right. With my conscience and like, right. is this really going to, what gotcha. am I doing? Am I just chickening out? But for two years you were game in, both feet in. I was trying to make this thing oh, I was okay. like, fucking leave it to Beaver, dude. Okay. Right? Mm -hmm. And she was the leave it to Beaver lady. Sure, got it. Right? It was like, you know. Two peas in a pot. Well, she was real nice and didn't yell and all this other stuff, right? Oh, you told me about that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought like, all right, great. Control the situation. Yeah. And I thought that that's kind of like what I wanted. Yeah. Some you know of us I mean? do. Well, so I went through that. And then at some point, 
I just realized, like, I don't think this is what I want. Through no fault of hers, but I mean, right. and we could all point to different things to Nobody's say, like, that ain't fault. right, and this ain't right, and that's could have been this, could have been that. And then I went into the great wilderness. And that's when I experienced everything that I could experience. And I, at that point in time, I thought, you know what? Maybe I ain't the Marion type. Son of Joe Bowen, crazy upbringing I had. Maybe I ain't the Marion type. Carrying meat in your pockets. Right. That's Walking cool. around right. with fucking Ziploc bags full of ham. Right. 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 Yeah, you know, man, I don't care how my truck looks. Don't give a fuck. Right. Gonna live in a ditch, marry a witch, whatever. Right. I didn't care. So I'm like, so maybe I'm not the Marion type. So then I just was doing my thing. Mm. Then when I met Sarah, right, she. She was a bad girl. Right. You talk right. about that. Baby Tigra, your mama loves you, but you need to know the truth. She was oh, a bad was a girl. wild child. She was a bad girl. Had her mama praying. That's a true bad story. Bad girl. <laughs> and uh, don't forget, bro. Don't forget. Tigra's mom was a wild one. Just, I'm just saying. Don't forget that, because that's going to be something Man. important that you are going to be reminded of. Ugh. Now I'm breaking down in a sweat. And she's going to want to know. Oh, man. What would you do? And your mom's going to brag about it. Your girl's going to brag. My, 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 my wife might lie about it. My wife might be like, eh, for you to know, it was a different time, mm, different era. Mm. Don't matter what I did. Talking okay. about you right now. <laughs> And I respect that. Right. Okay. Yeah. And you were a little, hey. The good news is <laughs> you were crazy when you were young. <laughs> so don't get crazy. I look. Don't get mad. Nah, I'm going to get mad. Okay. I'm going to get mad. Listen. You know don't what? Forget. Don't forget. Don't forget. I ain't going to forget that you forget. were young. I don't forget. But listen, I am also realizing that, the, for me anyway, the parenting role is setting some boundaries. Shit, my dad got mad at me absolutely, for the same shit brother. he did. Absolutely. That guy did worse shit to me, and he's yeah, busting my balls. Absolutely. All right. So Sarah, she said she was trouble on the case. She was trouble on the case that we were working on. Well, I mean, just doing her thing. Had guys trying to take her out to lunch and, you know. Forced cocaine up her nose. <laughs> you know, trying to, like, you know. Turn her head and all that. She likes, and if there's one thing about Sarah that Sarah likes, she loves punishing dudes. She loves it. She loves to watch a guy make a fool of himself and get nowhere. Mm. She loves it. So I was like, you know, around her, and she was like, you better stay away from me. I'm fire. I was like, well, I'm an Indian. We dance around fire, so burn on. And we got together. And there was a point at which I knew I was going to marry her. What are you talking about? In the evening of when you guys hooked up? I don't even know when it was. I don't even know when it was. You know what? I'll tell you the truth. Please tell us the truth. We commuted together to the case. And we would talk. And we would be on the 405 together for two and a half hours. Would you put your hand on her leg at all? Not in the like beginning. Like as a friendly? No. no? You know okay. what? You know what I did? Mm. And I don't know where this came from. We would talk. 
I'm you know play all the games, talking and having fun, right, and arguing, right, and back right, and forth, right, and all that right. shit, right? At some nothing's point, at stake. You can have fun. At some some point, at some point, I knew she wanted a rich man, and at some point, at that point, I wasn't a rich man. Right. And so I dropped her off, and I told her, "I just want you to know, I'm poor." Which is the it's like kryptonite for her. She hates it. She would tell me stories about guys that would tell her that they were a doctor, and she'd say, congratulations, are you a doctor to the president or something? Why are you bragging about that? Do you own the hospital, or what the fuck are you doing? She was going to marry big. I straight up told her to her face. I go, look, I'm poor. And then I took her hand and kissed it and when I dropped her off. Like some, I don't even know where that came from. Like I was courting her from fucking right, right. 1800s. Right, right. Some unconscious part of me knew, like, tell her the truth that you ain't rich and then kiss her hand. Yeah. Serious. That's a slick move right there. And I then like I, that. I let it simmer. And then one night, it was her turn to drive. She dropped me off. And I don't know how I knew. I just knew it was the time to kiss her. And I grabbed the back of her head and kissed her fucking hard. That's it. Uh, let me get, let me just reach over and give you a comment. Right. And that's yeah. the truth. And then after that, you took control of the situation like a man. Absolutely. Good job. And after that, uh, it just took its own course, but we knew where it was heading. So by the time we were talking about getting married, it wasn't like, do you want to get married or don't you want to? It was like, where, when, how? Was while you guys are driving in the car. Yeah. Let me put this time. This is way before you kiss her. Though. Okay, okay. But these guys are starting to giggle, and you're having these conversations, and now you're starting to reflect on them when you're not with her. Right. Were you like, when you're getting ready to commute, were you like, oh, oh shit, I'm going to see her? No, no. Were you excited every time you were going to no, see her? No, you know what, man? I'll tell you the truth. Every, a lot of what I was wasn't what she liked. I was short. I was poor, you know, well, not super rich, we'll say it that way, but, like, I wasn't anything that, when we were friends, all the guys that she was dating up to me, I was nothing like that. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I, And I don't even like Gucci. I don't really give a fuck, to be honest mm-hmm. with you. Okay. If it ain't Supermax, you don't care about it. Dude, if it's not Supermax or cookies, right. it can suck a dick. But the point <laughs> of the matter, guy. but the point of the matter is, is... I knew that if I tried, so I didn't do all that stuff. I didn't get ready. And I wasn't a cologne guy. I don't stink. I don't sweat that much. So I I was like, fuck it. She's going to take me as I am. And if she can't handle that, then she ain't right from me. That's the truth. That's it, bro. I swear to God. It's as simple as that, bro. Straight up. It is. So... What I have to offer is kind of like what we talked about in the art of war, like some sort of thing that I understood a long time ago, and that is, at minimum, I'm interesting to talk to. At minimum. So that goes a long way. Anyway, so no, I didn't get already in. There was no pressure for me like that. Um, well, you have a you have a talent of you have a talent with that skill, and I'm not saying that that talent you were flexing it on your wife, right? But you have that ability. You are interesting. 
And, and and I could throw the word paperclip at you, and you would start up a fucking conversation. Right. So I imagine if you're in the car with her for two and a half hours, like right? Commute. You guys got to know each other. We That's did. interesting too, though. Too though, Jumahan, that a lot of times in life, through the dating process or however it goes, yeah, you don't get an amount of time usually to. Get to know somebody. That's and I'm and I'm saying this because I know a lot of people that were either maybe busted and they were writing and visiting with someone that they weren't able to touch. Yeah, and they spent five years or ten years right getting to under no people at an intimate level, right? Right, different level. And then they got married and like it doesn't. I'm not saying that those always work out. Yeah, yeah. But I have seen that a lot of people that this transpired with. Took the time to like before they ever got to be physically intimate. Right, they did all this sharing and going back and forth and getting to know each other. And those relationships, like somehow, some way, stayed intact. A lot of them. And I think that I think we rush and we're rushed to do a lot of things this these days. And I think that's something that people. And it was by default that you guys got to know each other through the court case. Right, but that doesn't always happen where you're able like. You feel attracted. They feel attracted. You want to do it. You want to do it. But sometimes if there's like something that's keeping you guys apart. It allows yeah, other things to happen. happen man. Yeah. Sure, like, Absolutely. That's definitely part of it. That might have been what she fell in love with. And it might also be like. It might also be that because we both didn't really go into like we weren't on a dating app. We weren't trying to find each other. We weren't trying to find. You know, I wasn't lonely. I wasn't fucking lonely. In fact, I'm rarely lonely. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm not a... I, I fuck it, dude. I could be in a car by myself for three weeks and just be fine. I don't... You know. So, my wife and I did. We got to know each other. We did da 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 And... <clears throat> she took me over to her house for New Year's. And they had the whole Guatemalan contingent there. It was like 100 people there. Everyone from fucking Guatemala City was there. And it was kind of like, let's see if he can handle this kind of thing, right? And, you know, the way my life has been and where I'm at, it's interesting because I fucking have been an outsider in so many fucking situations. Just even at that Newport Jackoff session, I was an outsider, right? Mm-hmm. I've been in a million of those. Yeah. So for me, going to the Guatemalan all night party was no, it was just another one of those. Didn't even sh- stress no me deal. out. Right. Not at all. Right. And I sat down with Tio Hugo. Uncle Hugo. Yeah. Uncle and Juice? No, <laughs> it is, but it's H U G O. Tio Hugo. And I sat down with him, and I've sat down with many old Indians. Right, and I've had to sit next to them and hear their story and be respectful, but not be scared. All that shit, I already done that a million times. So when I sat with Tia Hugo, it was an instant ability to like hang with him, show him that I'm a good guy, and we're just gonna sit and talk and not drink. Cause Tia Hugo, it was a party, and for those dudes, you know, having a little bit of ron or a little bit of whiskey or whatever that is, that's normal. And when I tell them I'm not doing that, that's not normal. That's not normal. But I didn't back down from that, and I didn't drink to fit in. I'm just like, fuck it. Somehow all of that 
made the right mix, and this is true, whereas last night when we were at the wedding, at least three different couples came up and told my wife and I that we're a beautiful couple just by the way that we are and hanging out. And I think we have a long ways to go in terms of furthering our partnership, like growing it. But I don't think there's anybody else that can give me what I need mm. in order for me to be a better version of myself. Mm. Honest to God. That's awesome. And okay. now that we have little T, oh. you know what I mean? Yeah. And now I'm seeing something bigger than me. Like I'm like, oh, you know what? I want to build a legacy. That's it's right, real. It's real hard. It's real hard to make some. I mean, first of all, it's hard to just make something. But it's also hard to make something that lasts. It's real tough to make something that lasts by yourself. Mm. You can make something by yourself. But to make it last, some it's, my experience has been, man, you need a lot of fucking help. Mm -hmm. You need other people. Like, if you build a structure, someone's got to design it. Someone's got to clean it. Someone's got to. It's fucking hard. And so now I'm starting to see that it's within my reach that I can build something that's bigger than me at the family level. I come from a decimated family. Fucking decimated. Literally decimated. And before my wife, it was atrophy. My aunts were getting old. Nothing was happening. You know, all this kind of stuff. My dad was dead. My uncle was dead. And it was withering. Like a, like a fucking barren landscape. And now with my wife, my sister got married. I'm married. I have a new life baby brought into the family. Maybe, who knows, my sister might have a bun in the oven. We don't know. And it's growing again. It's beautiful, bro. It's awesome. So. Good shit, man. That's excellent. You, you, thank you. you should, hey, man, that was, a, that was some good. In, I don't know how we got there, but I don't that either. was... Uh, you gave us the history, man, of you and your girl and your position. On God, it. I hope I didn't say something I'm gonna wrong. Call, I'm going to call, I'm gonna call your girl, man, and, and I'm going to thank her just for for uh, marrying you and scooping you up, man. As far as I'm concerned, your wife's got good taste in men. <laughs> I agree. Sean, you got any shout-outs today? No, I don't. Great. Okay. Excellent. Come on. Avonda Bowen. LLP, you just heard about how Vonda Bowen came together. Now discover how we can fight for you from a very powerful foundation. Also, I want to let you guys know something very special is coming to you called The Art of War, as done by HLS. We are going through every sentence, explicating it from the street, from the schools, from life's hardest lessons. Read to you by the truest warrior there is, Steve Lucky Luciano. Recorded by the most amazingly introverted audio engineer you've ever seen. I'm down inside a giant empty storage tank. It's dark in here. I'm scared. Oh, Blue Eyes, where's the light switch? Where's the light switch? Here it is. Here. Oh, my God, Schmitty. All right. 
And also, uh, contextual. <laughs> hey, I'm trying I got to. The lighter, oh, you got the lighter. Yeah, hey, man. Hey give, hey, give me that mota. All right. So, <laughs> Scante. All right. So, Scante <laughs> Warriors. Carga. Give me the carga. Anyway, the point of the matter is, is uh, uh, Art of War coming soon, and you can have it for yourself. Put us on your digital shelf so we can be there for you whenever you need to reach out to the wisdom, strength, experience, and hope of the hard luck show. Let me give a shout out to my partners. Keep your ears and eyes open for our audiobook series, starting off with The Art of War. Also, Hard to Kill, coming soon. Um... Supermaxhardware.com. Drop new tank tops. Got some more coming next week. Cookies brand. Burner and the crew. Soul Assassin and Stevon and Mugs and the crew. Big Lep. City of Santa Monica. My kids. We are out of here. Big Lep. Boy, there's a there's a discussion to be had. Big here. lovely Lep. Big lover boy Lep. Lover boy. Frankie <laughs> Lips Lepke. And as we do about this time. Smooth hustle left. Oh, Frankie Lips. We out of here. Adios, amigos. Adios.